sold out like through the whole event I'll just get high and look at some Christmas lights just yeah Yeah, do psychedelics get real high and land under the Christmas tree and look up at it is it on psilocybin illegal now it is decriminalized I I mean that it was legalized huh don't know I'll have to look that up not just decriminalized because they already decriminalized it in Denver, anyway. Yeah. So this legalizes it statewide, I believe. That would be really cool. I had a teacher who said he liked to take his glasses off because his vision was so bad and just lay under the Christmas tree and look at the lights. It's like it, it's a lot like looking at uh, uh, Vincent Van Gogh's Starry Night or something. Mm. Like, hmm, are you on drugs? <laughs> Let's start this episode. Very well. All right. Gremlins, you're listening to. Gremlins, you're listening to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie, which we will spoil. But first, we'll talk about some recently watched stuff, which we will try to not spoil. Or try not to spoil. Whichever way you want to say that. Uh Um, We thank the Moonrays for giving us... That intro creature features song. You can find the music on Amazon or Apple Music where you can buy it digitally. Or say hello to them on Facebook where they are the moon dash rays. Can I get it on a 45? You could probably. Okay. I mean, if not, you could probably could have I one pressed. Get one of those little discs that go in the middle so you can play it on a regular record player. I would with hope my so. Order. <laughs> because. Because I don't know where to get those anymore. They, they will custom make Viewmaster reels for you now. Wow. Like last episode, we were talking about super elastic bubble plastic. Well, that was garbage, but the Viewmaster was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Viewmaster is great. And some of them would be really weird, like little three-dimensional vignettes yeah. they would make. It's like Pinocchio, but it's like off-brand weird Pinocchio, not Disney's Pinocchio. Or the Peanuts. They did Peanuts characters that 3D, were like that's models. That's the one I was going rem- to bring up, Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what's the other thing we say? We're not professional critics. Duh. <laughs> we're not professional anything. Right. Uh, we're just your host. We're professional movie watcher. Yeah. Well, if we got paid that'd for this, nice. that'd wouldn't be that cool. be great? Yeah. It's like those young people who test video games for money. Uh huh. Yeah. But you'd have to watch a bunch of crap. I'm sure. We never I'm, do that. No, no, I no. turn our noses up. It's all top, yeah. No, it's all top shelf, top shelf stuff here. Five star, two thumbs up kind of movies. So we're not professional critics. We're just your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Jolian. Happy Christmas. And Will. Happy Halloween. 
it's Halloween every day around here. It it is. So last time we talked about a jellyfish man. This time mm-hmm. we're talking about gremlins. Uh huh. We're covering all the, the Christmas bases. movie gremlins. Yeah. Um. So we went to the botanic gardens for a thing called Blossom. Is it Blossom of Lights or Blossoms of Light? Anyway, does it matter? Doesn't matter. Is it Blossoms <clears throat> of Light or Blossom of Lights? I yeah, I don't know, and it doesn't matter. But it's they have this in a lot of cities, you know, like zoo lights. They'll light up the zoo with all the crazy shit, and then hopefully the animals don't get loose. Yeah. Um. Like. Anyway, most most cities that know what they're doing and want some revenue are going to do this, bring in a bunch of professionals, do a bunch of really crazy, fantastic lighting. And uh, I was wearing my Gremlins cardigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and I was getting compliments from strangers for wearing that. And one woman, I was waiting in line to buy some uh, hot chocolate, and this woman said, oh, my God, that's a Gremlins cardigan. <laughs> I said, yes, it is. And... Uh, and she loved it. And I said, and you realize it's not just a Christmas movie. It's also a horror movie. <laughs> and she said, yeah, you're right. It is. And uh, then we went our separate ways. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that didn't end how it, I expected. Yeah. Well, dear the start of a meet cute right there. Well, dear listener. And I married her. Yeah. It would have ended that way under different circumstances, but we were both with significant others. and you Oh, know, uh, it complicates things. And some yeah. some parental figures were there as well. So, you know, you, you don't want to start a scandal at Blossoms of Light or Blossom of Lights. Heaven forfend. Yeah. So I was just cruising around wearing my gremlin sweater. Just Nothing didn't... else. No, just like, <laughs> what would Donald like Duck do? Dark. I was Donald Duck in it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> went home and watched Gremlins right after that. I'm glad it wasn't a cold night. Hardly any of them were wearing pants, by the way. Gremlins? Yeah. No. And there's a flasher, <clears throat> too. Yeah. This. It's like the rest of them are essentially, if we're, if we're using the flasher as, as our yardstick part, <laughs> then that means the rest of them are just naked. Some of them are wearing hats or glasses, but yeah. yeah. Right. They're, they're not clothed. They're not no, wearing, they don't wear yeah. clothes. They're just cloacas out there for everyone to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they probably wouldn't have those either. Cause they don't reproduce that way. They reproduce with it's water. True. Oh, that's true. So they don't have junk. No, and that's why they're so awful. We should probably do the recently watched before we just keep just going. Just jump into Gremlins. Who cares? Yeah, I watched some crap. You guys watched. I watched crap. some movies. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember any of them. So, during this Christmassy time of year, uh, what do you let's let's not talk about recently watched. Let's talk about what we're gonna watch. What kind of stuff do you watch to get in that Christmas mood? Or do you get in a Christmas mood, Will? No, I don't do Christmas. No? Not really. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all around you, though. I think we could, uh, you know, reduce Christmas to every four years. Like the... Like leap year? Like the Olympics or leap, leap year or any or of presidential those. elections or yeah. anything. Uh, pick an odd year, though. Yeah. You know, so every four years, though. Do you, and you do a big Christmas. Just during the eclipse. Ooh, yes. Yeah, Eclipsemas. Eclipsemas. I like that. That's a great idea. Do you realize how many people would bitch because, oh, Grandpa could have really enjoyed Christmas, but he died. Like, 
you know, in the... Yeah, but when we had it yearly, you could say that because people did die quite often, you know? But I feel like people live longer now. So they do. So a year anymore is like four or three or four months. You know, it's not unlike don't feed them after midnight. Uh-huh. Between midnight and what? Let's assume 8 a.m., okay? Oh, Grandpa didn't live to see Christmas. He just lived to see the last one. Yeah. He's eventually going to not live to see one of them. Exactly. Yeah. So. Don't feed Grandpa after midnight. I thought that's where you're going with this. No, but that's probably also a good idea. Um, so what what do you watch this time of year, if not? Uh, the- I'm planning to watch all the movies that came out this year that I haven't had a chance to see. Horror movies, not just right. Movies in general, I don't watch other movies anymore. No? If it's not a horror movie, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of mostly that way. I will yeah. watch the occasional thing. But... Occasionally, but, you know, yeah. when I watch regular things, I just expect horrible things <laughs> to happen at some point. I want to hear what Ziggy thinks of bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, that'd be interesting. I want to hear her talk about X mm. and uh, her embarrassing date to axe <laughs> oh yes <laughs> yeah and how how did it how was, did that go yeah was there a second date i hope <clears throat> went to see pearl went to see pearl <laughs> right yeah uh pearl's cheap now so oh good I'll probably rent that it's like five bucks six it's not, bucks it's not 19.99 no. or whatever it was so you you watch um during the last month of the year you just watch stuff you didn't get a chance to watch yet that's my plan this year just this year okay. yeah um, yeah, I'm just going to try to watch all the movies. I didn't get a chance to see, uh, Black Phone, Pearl. Yeah. Halloween Ends. I'm um, going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Because prob- I've heard nothing gonna... but terrible things about it. And I can't stay away from something that's that terrible. I'm probably going to buy a Blu-ray of that. <laughs> because... I feel sorry for the people who made it. They well, they, they need my money. Yeah, there's going to be a, <clears throat> a trilogy set coming out. Have they promised that? Oh yeah, it's advertised. Yeah. Oh good. Maybe I'll just buy that and give away my copy of whatever I I have Halloween twenty eighteen kills or I'm, Halloween kills twenty eighteen. I might have the first two. I don't know. Halloween eighteen ninety nine. There's one called Halloween, but. Which one? Uh, That's what they should do. Yeah, they is, should put it in the past. Mm. Uh, somebody, somebody on you Reddit, know. somebody yeah, on Reddit so. pointed out that uh, the the three different colors um, look like the colors of the masks from Halloween Three. Apparently, the posters, uh, the new one's orange, or the second one was yeah, orange. Yeah, the new one they used the typeface from Halloween Three and everything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I mean... They that, should have just remade Halloween 3 so what, what, and not told anyone. What you were saying about the uh, set in the past. I Yeah, I think maybe we could have some sort of Halloween in the past. So you have creepy costumes from, I don't know, the teens or the 20s. Yeah, just like a Meet Me in St. Louis crossover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or a Peanuts. <laughs> uh, it's Halloween, Charlie Brown, run. <laughs> Yeah, the um, the posters are basically white, orange, and green. Mm. So they look like the colors of the three masks from Halloween 3. Brilliant. Yeah, very clever, very subtle. 
And and they're not referring to previous Halloween movies at all. No, no. nope, nope, nope. That's off the table. They're not going to do that, except for the times where they totally do that. Yeah. And then so. they take all the tropes from the other Halloweens and kind of subvert them, so you you're not you don't know quite where they're going with this. Yeah. And it's set in the past. Oh, it was good in the originals. Yeah. But it's not now. But it's not. <laughs> So, uh, you're going to catch up everything, including Halloween ends? Yes. All right. As many as I can. Yeah. And, I mean, depending on their, you know, the price, if I have to rent them. Wow. Because I won't pay over, you know, five or six bucks for a rental. Yeah, you got to draw the line on that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Jolene, what do you uh, what do you watch? You do a lot of uh, Christmas ghost stories, don't you? Yeah. The, I feel like doing ghost movies this year. Like yeah. last year, it was like Yeti movies. Yeah. Mm, not the same. This year, I want to see some good old European ghost movies. That sounds good. I might watch some ghost movies I haven't seen. Yeah, you were the one that cleared up the um, the lyric uh, that mentions scary ghost stories in A Christmas Carol. And I always wondered, aside from A Christmas Carol with the ghosts in it, uh, what the hell are they even talking about? And then you pointed out the whole MR James thing. Yeah. That it's a it's an English tradition to mm-hmm. tell ghost stories around Christmas time. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's like bringing a little spooky stuff into Christmas. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very close to death. It's yeah. Yeah. Darkest part of the year. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so they they're doing, you know, like um Mark Gatiss has done a they've done a stage version of Christmas Carol. And uh the and they film that and that's going out theatrically. And oh. he's also doing, he, he's, he's also uh, loves the old um, uh, Ghost Story for Christmas series they used to do on the BBC every okay, year yeah. in the 70s. Um, so he's revived that as well. So they've done a few of those. Oh, neat. Um, I think last last one I saw was the Tractate Middoth, which is a M.I. James story. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a, another one this year. So looking forward to, to that. Yeah, that sounds good. How oh, cool. As long as it's not like Dracula that they did. <laughs> oh, was, no. Oh, I didn't like that. No. So are there any uh, typical kind of straight down the middle traditional Christmas things that you do kind of gear up for the holiday? What, outside of horror? Outside of horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've got Christmas puddings in. Nice. Probably getting some mince pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a trifle. Yeah. Very nice. I've got Christmas lights up, Christmas tree, lots of presents. So do you ever end up watching the, the original Grinch or Charlie Brown no, specials? No, I don't like the Grinch. No? That, that was more of an American thing. Well, sure. I watched it but once because it's like Boris Karloff. Sure. But yeah, I didn't find it very good. Yeah. I, I, no, I didn't grow up with it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was there anything similar that you did grow up with? Uh, we, we had Charlie Brown, that was... Yeah, very popular. Yeah, that's just sort of uh, has w- well known to transcend all the different cultures. Yeah, I mean, um, as long as they have Christmas, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Christmas is around the time the James Bond films would come out, or and they'd always be on TV around Christmas. And yeah. then, and then when I was a kid, it was like always Jason and the Argonauts on Boxing Day. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's like, funny. Why? Yeah, what, what did they watch that every one every time? Oh yeah, it's so great. Good. I guess because like you can 
the adults can because that's when you're visiting other families. Yeah. So they'd all be off smoking and drinking and you'd be stuck in front of the TV watching a movie. That's great. Happy all round. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of a lot of parties or whatever I got drugged to when I was a kid with my parents and mm. you know, some relative's house and you're watching TV and <laughs> Yeah. Then they come in and they want to watch football or something then you run you off and you're like Oh. Now you got me. now what I do because you you know mm-hmm. your nearest cousin is like eight or ten years older than you and doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Yeah, it's like they don't even want to play Monopoly. Which they've gone be... to their friend's house. Yeah, as well, you know. things like that do happen. No, I was going to say Peanuts though, um, the the comic strip and to some extent the animated features really has transcended a, a lot of cultures because like they even had to figure out what to call it in Russia. Because they didn't have a word for peanut. Because they're like, peanuts? We don't have that. So they they called the comic strip Little Radishes. That's good. <laughs> Which was probably confusing. People are like, well, they got round heads. Maybe they're supposed to be radish people. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So uh, Charles Schultz hated the name Peanuts. He did. They slapped that on there. Whoever was running the yeah, syndicate. He called it Little Folks. Little Folks. Which... Uh, uh, I think was already used for a previous strip. Oh. So I think that's why they didn't use it. Uh, but I'm not sure. But I'm sure that's where he got it because mm. he was a fan of comics for growing up. I also like uh, when TV shows do Christmas specials. Yes. Yeah, especially when one of the main characters goes through the uh, Dickens uh, trope. Yeah, that turns up a lot. But... <laughs> it's terrible, but it's, it can be funny. Yeah, we we don't need to watch Tim the Tool Man meet uh, the fucking ghost of yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I, I usually watch the Thunderbirds Christmas special every year. Ooh. That's, that's the puppet one, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never got to watch much of that. No, they didn't show it here. Yeah, and that, that one, the, uh, there's these... There's this kid wins a prize to go to Tracy Islands. Is this they they do this like raffle or something at an orphanage? Yeah. So this kid goes to go to Tracy Island. Meanwhile, there's this department store and they've got all their Christmas presents ready. And these couple of crooks break in and uh, and they get all mixed up. And... Christmas confusion. Yeah. So. I guess that gets us all in in the uh, Christmassy mood talking about that stuff. So let's talk about Gremlins. Uh, we haven't done recently watched. Oh, you want to go ahead? I don't have anything. You've not got anything? No, I don't have anything. Cause... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because, uh-huh. I, I mean, honestly, all I have is How the Grinch Stole Christmas and a couple more episodes of Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. Oh, yeah. Is that good? I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's just go with yours and okay. uh, Charlie they, they... Brown's interview with the vampire. <laughs> well, um, interview with the I've, beagle. <laughs> I've been watching like Jello movies during November. Excellent, like, Jello umber. Um, <laughs> just flows together nicely. <laughs> yeah, it rolls off the tongue. So I watched one which turned out to be a Spanish movie um, called "A Dragonfly on Each Corpse." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. 1974. They're just phoning him in now. <laughs> this is one of those um, Leon Klimovsky directed it and Paul Nashi stars in it. Awesome. They, they did, what does he turn into? They did several films here. Does not turn into a wolf. He plays this like um, a detective. Oh. Um, so there's there's this Puritan guy who's going around knocking off people he considers degenerate. Oh, okay. And uh, so uh, um, 
yeah. Uh, so he's he's the detective chasing this this killer. Um, my, this will give you some idea of about how smart this movie is. Mm-hmm. So at one point, the police uh, chase a gunman across a fairground. The gunman tries to escape the police by climbing into a roller coaster. Oh sure, and send it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm no expert on roller coasters, but yeah. don't they just come back to where they started? Well, maybe not in Spain, you know? Yeah. Um, so instead of just waiting around for the fool to come back around, they wait for him to get to the highest part of the uh, the circuit. They stop the car, and then they just shoot him so that he falls off. <laughs> saves, All right. Saves a bit of paperwork. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a typical cop move. <laughs> anyway. There's a dragonfly on each corpse. And there is reason that it's called that. Oh, really? Is there a dragonfly on each There is indeed. All right. He's got this whole collection of uh, jewelry dragonflies. Bejeweled dragonflies? So you'll whack a person with an axe or a saber and and then then put a dragonfly on them. Oh. And run away with a comical sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. All right. I saw a 70s zombie movie I hadn't seen before. Really? Yes. It's Canadian. Oh, oh. wow. Uh, also from 1974. It's called The Corpse Eaters. Okay. I've heard of this. This is... It's a little on the nose, but... 56 minutes long. Ooh, too short. Um, It starts off with this voiceover going, uh, the film you are about to see. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives you this vomit warning. So we're, every, we're sorry to inform you there will be vomit every time you see this uh this gentleman like leaning over and holding his mouth as if he's going to vomit that's when you should look away because something horrible is going to happen, happen. Uh, and indeed it does so uh this 56 minutes includes the vomit warning uh a long shot of someone parking a hearse really long I love parking scenes because if they don't put that in the movie, I don't know how people got to places right? or how they got out of the car, any of that. There's, a, there's an embalming scene where he's he's working on a body, uh, but all the gory stuff is just off screen and you just get all these squishy sound effects. But it goes on for quite a bit. Um, there's um, uh, any, Anyway, apart from all that excitement, then you get a boatload of Canadians on a lake and they're drinking Molson Export. <laughs> yeah, Molson, yeah, Molson, Molson yeah. Export. Uh, there's, a, there's several shots of an owl. Okay. I figured, okay, the cut to the owl, bit of local colour. Then, 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 then making out on the beach and then cut back to the owl and then they're drinking and then cut back to the owl. I don't know where it was going, but you see oh. a lot of this owl just sitting there. Um, you get four minutes of credits altogether. Wow. Um, so, uh, since it's Friday the 13th, these, these four fun seekers decide to spend the night at, uh, Bakersfield graveyard. And, uh, one of the women says, how do you propose to get in? Dynamite the door, eh? Uh, uh. (laughs) Um, about 27 minutes in, it's zombie time. They they do this like uh, they summon up Lucifer for a laugh. Oh yeah. And uh, so all the dead get up, and uh, you know there are all these people in suits with lots of flour and cobwebs on them. Oh. Um. Then you get some. <clears throat> then you get the vomit warning, and uh, one of the people gets munched. There's some gut munching. Um. 
there's like uh, two hypodermic scenes. Um, they go on for quite a long time. Um, there's a, oh, also there's a double nightmare in a hospital bed pre American Werewolf. Ooh, yeah. Wow, maybe that's where they got it from. Mm-hmm. I'd say definitely. The corpse eaters. Yes. So recommend. Oh yeah, if you yeah. if you're into Canadian zombie movies from 1974, it's one of the best. Yeah. Is it regional? I would say so. Oh, yeah. Well, but it's Canada, and I hate Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Except David Cronenberg. Well, maybe it's Cronenberg adjacent. Uh, Crimes of the Future. There's another one I'm gonna watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. There's a whole bunch. Even though I've not heard anyone like it, but that's sometimes I've seen the rest. Sometimes they are wrong. You know. So, um, shall we talk about uh, the Gremlins, or did you have more? No, that's it. Okay. So, like I said, went to uh, the light show at the Botanic Gardens wearing my Gremlins sweater, all geared up for some Christmassy vibes, and uh, got home and watched Gremlins. Excellent. Whilst drinking. <laughs> so, total Christmas cheer. Uh, Needs my- to be some sort of Christmas drink called the Gremlin. We should invent it. Should it be a gram de mint? Well, here's the thing, though. Do we want it to be like Gizmo, or do we want it to be like Stripe? No, we want it to be a gremlin. You want so it? So it's green okay. and white, maybe some yellow. Okay. And if you drink enough, and by midnight you turn into a horribly obnoxious gremlin. Yeah. Hooligan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Or you fall asleep. <laughs> we, yeah, we haven't we haven't invented a drink since the Black Ace Freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe this is Jolien put Emily to work on this. All right, all right. She's the mixologist in in our our greater group. So she she is the inventor of the Black Ace Freely. Yeah. And the White Ace Freely. Yeah. The well the the winner of our contest. It wasn't really a contest. Our friendly uh, agreement to. Each come up with a black ace freely. Mine was terrible. I used, I should have, you know what? I should have saved the peanut butter stout for uh, something I could call the peanut butter Chris. Like a Peter Chris related. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, drinking, watching the Gremlins, digging it. I haven't watched it. I had not watched it for several years, and then I think I watched it last year. So I'm pretty familiar with it this time. On the rewatch. So, Will, you said you've seen it about a hundred times. Yeah, I watch this a lot. Yeah. Jolien? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get someone like that on the job. Yeah, he was on a, he was on a roll. Yeah. He, was, he couldn't make any mistakes back then. Um, what do you think of the cast? Did you like the casting in this? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the characters are a little silly, but the ones that we need to kind of believe and follow around are played pretty straight, I thought. Yeah. So who was who was your favorite character in this, Will? Uh, either Corey Haim or... Uh, or Zach Galligan's character, yeah, Billy. Yeah, that's it. Billy. Yeah. Corey Feldman. Feldman. I knew it was the wrong yeah, one. Yeah, they were both still alive back then. They're, yes. This is just before they became the two Corys. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. also before they became the Frog Brothers. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Just a handful of years this later. Few months after he killed Jason. <laughs> oh is, yeah, this is true. <laughs> killed Jason, and then he had to deal with gremlins. 
Man, this it's a kid, rough year on that kid. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't catch a break. Um, yeah, this uh, uh, Julian uh, Will. Do either of you want to give a uh, plot summary? Uh, yeah. Okay. Gremlins terrorize a small town <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas or near Christmas, around Christmas time. Okay, yeah, that kind yeah. of that kind of sums it up. Um, I would, I would, I would probably add a little background to uh, how it happens, but uh, 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 the, the crappy inventor who invents crappy things uh, scores a quite accident. Yeah, it scores yeah. his creature for he his. Goes to son. see Mister Wing. Yeah, Mister Wing is not stereotypical at all. No, no, no. Played by Key Luke. Yeah, who played number one son. Right, and for the in Charlie the Chan, Chan films, yeah. and he, he was the first Kato. Right. Oh, he was Master Poe in Kung Fu. This is true. Uh, yeah, he had the. He was used to the the whiteout lenses. So yeah, he had no trouble wearing one of them. He's like, <laughs> this is half the work. That's why age him because he still looks so young. Yeah, yeah, he was um, a founder of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, I found out. Wow. Yeah, so he must have known Charlie Chaplin and Charlie Chan. <laughs> yeah why didn't they ever team up <laughs> right <laughs> crossover maybe you could just combine the two <laughs> charlie chanplin <laughs> so he's a little tramp and a detective okay <laughs> so solves crimes for food and money <laughs> they just give him a shoe to eat instead <laughs> yeah uh, so, go ahead, Julian. Sorry. Oh, that was it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I always like Keely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we get this guy who, who invents terrible, crappy things, scores a little creature from the guy in Chinatown, and brings it home. And three simple rules. And somebody pointed out some months ago that uh, that this is the the perfect uh, allegory for um, COVID. Mm. Uh, came from China. Simple rules, Americans couldn't follow them, and uh, chaos ensued. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, simple rules. We don't know that Mugwise came from China. Uh, well, it is a, a Cantonese word for devil. Oh, yeah. is it? More is evil. Oh, okay. And the, or demon. And then uh, guai is spirit. Oh, okay. So like Demon a, spirit. Yeah, it, um, like slang for white people is guaylo, ghost people. Ghost people, okay. Because <laughs> we look so pale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this creature uh, is adorable. Um, uh, Rand, Rand Peltzer wants this for his son, uh-huh. who seems to be an adult, but lives with his parents, which I'm not, you know, slagging him for that, but... Um, yeah, I, th- I, think I read he was him aged, as... wasn't he? What? I think he, they imagined it would be a younger character, but they went with an older one. I think that's what happened. Um, Otherwise, we'd have to meet all of his jerk friends from high school. <laughs> this way, it's just like, oh, we just meet a couple of jerks from work. Yeah, and uh, you know, the I always took it as he went to college, but he hasn't been able to find a job afterwards, or he may have dropped out early. Yeah, so. Or he's taking a couple of gap years off. Yeah. He's got to support his parents. His loser dad. <laughs> True. 
Yeah. Just drawing comic books. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You, you recognize his teacher? No. It's Chuck Jones. Oh, is it? Yeah, he popped up in the credits, and I was like, "That's that's which, where Chuck Jones yeah. is." Yeah, I was like, "Which one's Chuck Jones?" I yeah, yeah he's the one who's teaching him drawing. That's great. He's like, "Yeah, you should make it look more like a bunny, though." Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is a this is the perfect setup for a silly movie for silly stuff to happen, but it gets really dark. Mm-hmm. The first time you saw this, Julian, were you expecting it to go that dark? Um, no, because uh, it got in trouble at the time because it, it was like promoted as a family movie from Spielberg, etc. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it is. I mean, even E.T. Was, gets pretty dark. It but, does. Uh, but this one, it, it got criticism because it, you know, it gets quite gruesome. It even made fun of E.T. by one, oh, yeah, of, yeah, one yeah. of the gremlins popping out of the little group of dolls and it knocks et out of the way yes yeah, yeah uh, i think joe dante wanted him to destroy the et toy yeah, but they had to hold back from doing that but yeah yeah that was kind of the, the reverse of the uh scene in et where he's hiding in the in the stuffed animals yeah and also the um the, oh this is a joe dante movie so it's stuffed with gag <laughs> so like Easter the eggs. one of the films that's showing at the Theater is a boy's life, which was uh, the title f- you know, when they were shooting ET. ET. Yeah, that's right. The, I think they use was it Watch the Skies, which is which was the. I was gonna bring up Watch the Skies because I read the script that was like split into two movies: Gremlins and Poltergeist. I, that's the story. I felt like it was m- like just a shade away from Gremlins, but they were mm. aliens. Yeah, I, I thought it was like uh, the disguised title for Close Encounters. No, no, no. He no, had another movie. He had a, a movie based on a actual incident, a oh. UFO incident. Uh, I think it was Hopkins, Kentucky in the... 50s, early 60s. Mm. Uh, a bunch of drunk adults saw something and they claimed that aliens came down and tried to get in the house and they shot up the house because they were all drunk and uh uh john sales wrote a script for the movie called watch the skies or yeah i think it was watch the skies uh and it's basically gremlins there's one good alien who is basically stripe so they split that into two characters. There's no mogwais. There's no rules. It's just creepy aliens trying to get in the house, and one of them teams up with the with the little boy. I think it's a little boy, and uh, it's kind of like ET that in that respect. So he somehow decided, well, let's split this. So okay, uh, yeah, hmm. I think because at that time he he felt like evil aliens were kind of overdone so et was kind of a a twist on that yeah it wasn't wasn't like a disguise thing for that night skies it was yeah. gonna be like a horror more of a horror alien thing yeah exactly yeah that was the title night skies yeah yeah we need more of that yeah horror alien stuff scary aliens so you're both joe dante fans yeah, as much as, you know, 
Yeah, least. I think this one and matinee. Matinee is great. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I haven't seen matinee in a long time. I need to rewatch that. Mm. Yeah, he does a... a really... Mant. <laughs> Mant. Uh, yeah, he does a really good job on the howling. Um, he did segments in a couple of funny things like uh, Twilight Zone, the movie. He did yeah. the one where the, everyone is at the mercy of that terrible kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What it's called? It's a good life. It's a segment. Well, in Gremlins, you see the Fangoria, which has the yeah Gremlin cover from Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, that's lying on the floor in the kid's mm-hmm. room. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we got, uh, let's see, Amazon Women on the Moon. He directed some uh, segments of that, which is, I don't know how it holds up. I'm going to guess it doesn't, but I uh, haven't watched it bits years. of that are really good, like the Invisible Man takeoff. Yeah, I remember their bit. I rewatched it, uh, oh God, it's probably been 10 years now, but I rewatched it at some point and it felt like there were some really excellent bits, but there was a lot of filler. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's basically a bunch of channel changing. Yeah, which is a good idea yeah, for it's a like movie. The, the Groove Tube. Yeah. One in the 70s called The Groove Tube. Mm-hmm. So uh, he goes on to do another one that's kind of weird. The Burbs. Have you ever watched The Burbs? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like The one. Burbs. Yeah, it's, it's really weird because you're not sure if it is truly got some dark shit going on or if it's all imagined. So... Mm-hmm. You spend most of the movie wondering, like, are all these people just losing it? But, uh, yeah, that one's pretty cool. I always liked that one. But, uh, yeah, Joe Dante in charge of this. You're going to get some of that playful, funny stuff, but you're going to get some dark stuff, too. And I think that's what I like about this so much. Yeah. So did this end up on the video nasties? Uh, they... I think it was cut a bit, but it wasn't on the video nasties, no. Okay, so they just said, edit this thing heavily, we don't want heads rolling or anything? Yeah, like there's some channels which showed it in America where they cut some of the deaths and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it... The gremlin blowing up in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mom kind of goes Rambo for a minute, doesn't that's a, she? That's a good scene. Yeah. Because she goes... What's, what's her name? Uh... So the character is Lynn Peltzer. Uh, uh, what's the name of the actor? Yeah, she's really good. She she goes in. She's all trembly and afraid. Uh, and and but by the time she does the circuit of the kitchen and she's learning how to kill the gremlins, she comes out. She's like Ripley. She's yeah. <laughs> uh, Frances Lee McCain. That's it. Yeah. 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 I was surprised uh, the first time I saw this because having having seen. So many of the movies that it's it, it's taking little bits and pieces and having fun with them like that. She does go kind of Rambo, and uh, I was kind of surprised they didn't do something more with Judge Reinhold. Yeah, he Be- disappears, doesn't he? He kind of just vanishes in the movie, and to put him in in scenes with Phoebe Cates after mm-hmm. what happens in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you know, you're almost kind of. I don't know that you would expect there to be anything referential, you know, to Fast Times, but uh, it's kind of like the elephant in the room. (laughs) I wonder if he had more planned in the movie and they ended up cutting that. That could be. Apparently there is, in the novel, I think they explain where he goes. Oh, okay. He gets stuck in the bank vault. Oh, that's right. Oh, I remember I read the novel at some point because I was into 
movie or movie novelizations. Yes. Such a funny thing. Yeah. They don't do that anymore, do they? No. I think the last one I read was for T2. They've, uh, they've done them for the Halloween trilogy because I've seen them at the library. Really? <clears throat> the new trilogy? Yep. Wow. That's so strange. Well, I want to find the uh, the uh, Friday the 13th novels that yes. came out. Yeah, I've read a couple of those. Yeah, they sound insane. Yeah. You could probably get a lot of money for them, too. Yeah, sadly, that's why I've not, you know, found any yet. Yeah, when you were w- working at that bookstore, you I probably... kept looking. Yeah, I was hoping that would come in. Nothing ever dropped by, huh? No, there were some books that just never showed. That's too bad. But that stuff was pretty rare. I mean, it was on a lot of on a lot of bookshelves where it would be sold. It would be the last thing sold. Like, you a have to be a horror fan, you know, which means you're probably at that time, a little younger and B have enough money to buy a book mm-hmm. and want to buy a book rather than go spend your money at the arcade. Yeah. So, you know, it's not many out there. I imagine. No. Yeah. I read a lot of them cause you know, in Britain, you'd want to know what was cut. And... Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But... I always felt like you got the backstory and the, yeah, yeah, the get... little details that they couldn't put in the movie. Yeah. I remember alien being a lot of fun. Cause... Right. That was Alan Dean Forster. Uh-huh. Yeah, all of his novelizations were good. And all yeah. the ones that Dean Arkoons did under various names. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I read his version of the fun house. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. And then Ramsey Campbell did a bunch of cold dreadstone. He did, he did novelizations of the universal monsters. Oh, okay. Good. That's really different. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, what are we about 20 minutes into the movie when it's like, Oh, we've, we've met these characters. We've heard the rules and the rules are now broken. Mm -hmm. I think we were probably at about the 20, 25 minute mark. Yeah. And, uh, like immediately, the kid's like, duh, and he gets water on the thing, and and then uh, that's Corey Feldman's fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, they had like the he knocks the, over a glass jar, of water. Yeah, for the paintbrushes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, well, you have a kid in your room. What the hell is that about? Don't leave jars of paintbrush water sitting around. Yeah, he's got all these comics. I was trying to spot what the comics were. Some of them they got the titles changed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I seem to remember doing that last time I watched it. Tarantula Man, Neutron Man. (laughs) There's a, we talked about Robot Monster last episode briefly. The the opening, there's a bunch of comic books, but they've changed the title of one of them to Robot Monster. Uh And I was trying to figure out whose artwork is on that. I'm sure it's from Black Magic, but I don't think it's It's Kirby. Okay. So I know I recognize the art, but I just can't name the artist anymore. I'll I'll have to check out Robot Monster. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I have a copy of it if you don't. Oh, I'm sure Jolene has a copy of Robot Monster. Oh, yes. The Steel Brick Edition. edition. I've got the tape with the 3D glasses. Yeah. And then I've got the DVD. Oh, wow. I think I may still have my videotape of it. So, is Billy an idiot? Mm. I have to ask this, because he makes some idiotic mistakes, right? Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I mean, the mom is kind of reserved, kind of quiet. Uh-huh. Um, the dad's a moron. So maybe he's 
more taking after his dad? What does he do that's stupid? Billy? Yeah. Okay. If if you're babysitting, what's the first thing you do? You childproof your house, right? <clears throat> Not that I babysit, but if I were to babysit, I'd be like, okay, this has sharp corners. Let's move it out of the room. Let's make sure the kid can't get to where the Drano is. Um, he's got a couple simple things to do here. No water anywhere near where the where the gremlin's going to get it on it. Well, the Mogwai. Yeah. He's got a jar of water sitting there, just waiting to spill. He's relying on... He doesn't know why not, why. He just knows that you're not supposed to get him wet. He doesn't know what the consequences of getting mm, them wet are. I guess that's are. true. So he may be like, that doesn't sound like any... I mean, would you expect what happens to happen if you got it wet? No, I would think it might kill it. Like it might dissolve it like acid or something. I'd be really concerned. It's like true. What does this thing subsist on? But you think about it like water's not dangerous. I don't think you'd take it as a as a as a really serious rule until it happened, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's why." Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll give you that. Well, everyone in the movie that learns that wants to put water on it immediately. Yeah. Like when he goes to the cops and they say, "Oh, let's put water on it," <laughs> and the scientist is teacher or whatever the yeah, biologist yeah. yeah yeah that was weird like everybody immediately wants to just break the rules and uh okay so maybe billy's not an idiot i'd think about billy how many christmas horror movies are there with someone named billy oh probably a bunch there are black christmas silent yeah. night deadly night jack frost oh wow okay um trying to think if there's any other ones i'm sure there are there's got to be yeah it's such a typical name so okay mistakes were made whether or not you know billy had uh, i think i think uh the antique store owner should have explained why the rules were what they were his grandson was pretty money hungry yeah he wasn't gonna sell it oh that's right his uh He's like, yeah. He's like, you can't handle this. And then his kid That's is, right. is. By the way, grandson. the signs outside his <clears throat> shop say like magic and. Really. Gods and demons and things like that. Huh. Oh, interesting. What did you go through to find oh, that out? Well, I just recognize him. Oh, okay. I wonder if the, uh, you know the sort of kanji that come up a lot and things I like to look at. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder what other magical items he had in there. Probably everything. He bought up the the when the government shut down the program that was taking care of the ark and that big warehouse at the end of Indiana yes, Jones. Yes. He bought up a bunch of that and was selling it off slowly yeah, as it merchandise. Was, yeah, it was at auction. <laughs> it was getting getting stuff for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So uh, okay, um, the kid is relying on a little electric alarm clock as his only source of telling time. Uh, once once he's broken the first rule and gotten a bunch of extra gremlins, uh, they appear to be obnoxious, kind of rowdy. Yeah. And uh, maybe think they might change the clock. Run downstairs and look at the one in the kitchen. Um, I don't know, but they chewed through the cord. I don't know. Would you think a puppy could change the clock? You probably wouldn't think of that either. 
I don't know if the puppy was sitting there playing like arcade games and shit. Would, would an American kid know what a gremlin was back in the early eighties? Uh, I did because my dad referred when things went missing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a common it's, thing in, in Britain because it yeah. can, that's where it comes from. It's from the RAF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, World War Two. Well, yeah, at least as far back as the twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really well known in in uh, World War Two for being like. Like pilots were superstitious about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. They're like, there are little creatures that are messing up our planes. Yeah. Um, it might come from an old English word for um, something that vexes. Ah. Um, Gremian or something like that. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. There, in fact, I pulled up a, a story about uh, what is a gremlin and uh, it talks about you know, pre- preventing problems with the airplanes. You know, they had like a whole poster campaign. Why help gremlins? Square corners and gremlins play. Round corners and they stay away. Huh. So it's like how things are built. Yeah. Um, like Roald, Roald Dahl wrote a story about gremlins in the you know, around 1940. Yeah. Yeah. Typically they're little imp looking creatures. And uh Yeah. Gremlins love to pitch things at your eyes. Wear safety goggles. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. It's um, not true, then. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a slogan, yeah. It's got to rhyme. Gremlins are floor greasers. Watch your step. So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Gremlins will push you round. Look where you're going. Well, that that's just stupid. Of course, look where you're going. You're in a factory. So, um, so it, it, it is some folklore or yeah. at least referential to folklore. Yeah. Do you know about the crappy American car called the gremlin? That's in the movie. It's in it's the movie. In, yeah. in Do they show one in the movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. At the very beginning. Yep. Oh, I missed it so, somehow. I believe it's yellow. Yes. Yeah, it's this broken down car in Chinatown. Isn't uh-huh. It? And it's oh, a gremlin. okay. Yeah. I must've looked away from the screen for a moment. It uh, was a long time before I spotted that. It's funny yeah. they the uh, the little emblem on the thing is is a little impish creature like the the badge mm-hmm. on the side of the car. Yeah. Like, they knew what they were doing. You know. It broke down all the time. AMC made just the goofiest looking cars. Their design people were just off a couple of beats. It was the 70s. Everybody was off yeah, a couple of beats. Yeah, but they made the Javelin and the Matador and just the the 60s were a rough rough uh, 10 years on this country. So by the 70s, we were just burnt out. No one cared anymore. <laughs> like, fuck it. Brown, green, who cares? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. What Let's are... get a peanut farmer for president. Yeah. At least we never did anything outlandish like that again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was a good president. He was. He had great foreign and policy. And history's greatest monster. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's continuing to build houses and make furniture. He's like 100 years old. He is 150 years old tomorrow. <laughs> so he died 10 years ago on this very night. <laughs> so there were a lot of little Easter eggs then. Uh-huh. Yeah, I keep noticing these stuff. Yeah. Like, I think it's the first time I noticed like uh, the the name of the veterinarian is Dr. Moreau. <laughs> is it oh, seriously? Yeah. I didn't catch that. 
Yeah, I saw. I, you go ahead. I, I saw the Fangoria this time. I don't know that I noticed it last time. Uh, just things like that. I remember when I first saw this as a little kid. I spotted the time machine and, oh, yes. and Robbie we the robot, it. yeah, and that just blew my mind that would yeah. that would be in another movie and that I recognized them. Yeah, and it and cuts the, back. Cut back time machine's <laughs> <It's> gone. gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so funny this time for me because I don't know that I paid attention to that before, but it's in the background. Oh and... yeah, that 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 scene at the, the inventor's place. Yeah. You've got Spielberg riding around in his go kart. Yeah, You've got Jerry Goldsmith is on the phone. Um, yeah. Uh, stuffed. Yeah. Uh, William Shallot plays the priest. Okay. With, uh, with the uh, post box scene. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's William Shallot. Wow, that's funny. Uh, Dick Miller and Jackie Joseph had, uh, they'd, they'd been together in uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. Yeah, having uh, Dick Miller in the movie just makes it better. And I remembered his character being like racist, but he's just he's sort of skirting that, you know, a little bit. Yeah, he wants everything made in America like he wants his Zenith TV. Yeah, and, he's yeah. kind of nationalist or what would you call it? Not nationalist, but... He's uh, definitely a World War Two vet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah I, he knows what the Gremlins are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was remembering the characters being more of a racist than he was, but he's just sort of, yeah, he's just cranky and set in his ways. Don't get him started on the war. Don't mention the war. Right. No, <laughs> I know better than that. I did mention it once, but I think I covered it well. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever fault he says. And he he drives a Kentucky Harvester, he calls it. Like, like I'm sure that's not a real brand, but then when you finally see it, he's literally driving a tractor down to the bar. Yes. <laughs> so apparently Jonathan Banks isn't going to pull him over. Maybe he could drive a tractor, but he couldn't drive a car. Well, that could like be. he had lost his license, but you didn't need a license yeah. for a tractor. That's totally possible. I mean, they get you because you're on a public street, but... It was a good year for Dick Miller movies. Yeah. What else was he in that year? He was the gun shop owner in Terminator. Terminator, yeah. Yeah. Um, And as I mentioned, Jonathan Banks, uh, for any listeners who have watched Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, that's uh, Mike Ehrmantraut. Quite young. Yeah. He he plays Deputy Brent Fry in this movie. Yeah. I think this was after, yeah, this was after Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't it? Because he plays one of the henchmen in that. I think this was before Beverly Hills Cop. I think that came out in 1986. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so he was just a character actor before he became sort of a a more known actor. I'm sorry I was wrong. It came out in 1997. 97. <laughs> yeah, we had Dick Miller. Um, oh, yeah, you got Kenneth Toby in it. He's yeah. the gas station guy. Yeah. He was in The Thing. Right. The Thing from Another World. Yeah. <laughs> oh. he's, he's in Matinee as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, if you, uh, the uh, kids are watching this, um, like, educational film, which is this uh, film called uh, Hemo the Magnificent. Okay. With Richard Carlson in it. Really? Who was in Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that educational film was weird. Yeah, directed by um, Frank Capra. 
Wow. It's a wonderful life. And then uh, the coming attractions at the cinema, if you look at the lobby photos, it's uh, you've got John Carradine. Okay. And his fedora. I'm not sure if it's from The Howling, but... Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Wow, John Carradine is in this movie. <laughs> He's in every movie. He's in every movie. And then when they go to the... Um, uh, the the department store at the end there's uh-huh. this like record it's like a um it's something like lose weight with hypnotism but it's uh by dr dante oh okay <laughs> that's funny man i'm gonna have to rewatch it yeah the uh the gremlins were watching snow white and the seven dwarves mm-hmm. um do you think there was any significance to that or is that just like disney let them use it or what um i think I think it was Spielberg. Somebody involved in the movie, I believe, was terrified of Snow White because it was the first scary movie they had ever seen. So I think that may be... Right, so it's like another combination of... Yeah, like, oh, it was... Children's a... movie and horror. Mm-hmm, yeah. I believe that's what the the Snow White was picked for. Now, did you feel like maybe Joe Dante, you know, being the age and and the horror guy that he is was thinking of the blob. Oh yeah, uh-huh. he had to be right. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> I'm watching this. And I'm really getting vibes of the blob and the way it ends up. You know. Yeah, I didn't. See, I was looking for blob stuff in it, but they don't go there. Yeah, they go to the YMCA. There's a there's a poster for Beast with a Million Eyes in the it, behind the screen. Okay. Yeah, they're, when they're running in the in the back halls of the movie theater yeah yeah the ymca stripe decides to dive into the pool and create Mm. a bunch more gremlins yes and of course they end up at the movie theater and when all this is going on you know from one location to the other i'm just feeling like oh yeah this is where they're going to bring in the blob and freeze it or electrocute it or whatever they're going to do and they're going to do the same thing to the gremlins but they use natural gas yeah (laughs) which blow up the town's only movie theater which for that charming little town would be a real drag. Yeah. It's like you should lure them somewhere stupid and then kill them there. Not the movie theater. Can you imagine? Uh, luckily we had VHS by then. Yeah, there was they did run past a video rental store. I saw that too. Yeah. Uh thinking about this when I first saw this movie, uh I was a little kid. I remember being scared of going to sleep because I was afraid I was going to have nightmares about the gremlins and being kind of scared of the gremlins, although I really enjoyed the movie. But the story Phoebe Cates tells about her dad, I found hilarious. Yeah. As a little kid, that was like the funniest thing. I don't know if I just didn't think of it. Obviously, I had to know he died in there, but it was just, it was so dark and weird i i remember really loving that part of the yeah, movie good and, little urban legend thing yeah and now you hear people talk about gremlins and they're like oh that part's so dark <laughs> i was like what was wrong with me <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i saw the the dark humor in it i didn't really you know gasp the first time i saw it but she does say something earlier in the movie where she's like some people open presents and other people think about opening their wrists yes. she says yeah. something like that yeah that's another like um myth that people there's more suicides around christmas yeah that, 
that does seem like but, a myth. But the, like her her story about the, the Santa thing, it's just got that. It's this perfect urban legend. It's like if you think about it, it like it's a tales, this can't happen. <laughs> it's a yeah. tales from the crypt kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it just feels. Turns like, out it was my dad right. dressed as Santa. I think it was the dressed as Santa part that was funny. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine dying dressed like Santa. <laughs> Imagine dying in a chimney. Ooh, that sounds awful. It does. I don't want to think about that. But if I was dressed as Santa, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, it takes it takes the two smartest characters in the whole movie, who are like around twenty one years old, judging by how they're having a drink in a bar. Um, it takes them to figure out what to do. And of course they, you know, Billy yanks open the, the gas line and what did they use to set it off? I'm trying to remember. They, he sets fire to this rag that leads under the door. That's what it was. I was picturing a Molotov cocktail, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, that seems pretty satisfactory, doesn't it? There's no way there's going to be room for a sequel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Certainly so. didn't want to make a sequel. No, and then he kind of sabotaged his own film by making it right <laughs> nonsense, but Wait, parody sequels. Yeah, parody sequel. That's it. Like uh, Tim Burton mm. wrote Beetlejuice. I'm sorry, Juice Demon goes to Hawaii <laughs> as the sequel because he didn't want him to make it. Juice Demon. That is how I'm going to refer to Beetlejuice now. Juice, Juice Demon. Demon. <laughs> Is he going to bring Beetle Girl with him? Beetle Girl and Juice Demon. Did you ever watch the cartoon, the Beetlejuice cartoon? I did. Do you remember what the dune buggy was called? Uh, no, I don't. It was called Doomy. Doomy. Right. Huh. And so sometimes Lydia would be yelling for the car and she'd Doomy? be yelling Doomy. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. I'm kind of thinking like the people writing this stuff were oh, just yeah. like, let's see if we could get this one under the you radar. Know, you know, you have to. <clears throat> if you're producing children's material, you have to throw in something there that's totally inappropriate but flies over everybody's head. Yeah. Or a lot of people's heads. See, just a few people pick them up. Yeah. Uh, the dog in this, smarter than Tony oh, Danza. what a great actor. <laughs> yeah. And the dog does not die in this. <laughs> Played by Mushroom. Yeah. Mushroom. They didn't have to call the dog Mushroom because no, the dog could recognize... He's called, uh, Bailey. Barney. 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 Yeah. Tony Danza, got to be called Tony. Yeah. <laughs> mushroom could be called Barney and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his, his reactions to everything <laughs> is so great. good. He's great. When he's tied up in the Christmas lights, he just looks kind of like... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. How I suffer for my uh, art. Well, yeah. Take me back to the trailer. <laughs> right. It's not wagging my tail now. And they don't kill the dog. The dog does right, not die. Right, right. Yeah. Even though Margaret Margaret Hamilton equivalent tries to literally... <laughs> oh, her, her, her send-off. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I know. And all the, all the gremlins saying, deedle, deedle, deedle. <laughs> Apparently the portraits of the man in her house, like implying it's her dead husband or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, a character from um, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. He's one of the bad guys in that. Oh, okay. Because oh, it's, it's, it's Pottersfield is the name of the town, right? No, it's... it's um, um, Something Falls. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, damn it. Anyway, uh, 
Yeah, um, Mr. Potter is uh, that's uh, Drew Barrymore's great grand or grandfather, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that um, Lionel or Lionel John, Barrymore? John, Barrymore. John, is it John? Not Lionel. Yeah, John Barrymore. Yeah. So it's a portrait of him. No, it's uh, it's one of the other characters. Oh, okay. Oh, is it the uh, the angel? No, no. It's one of the villains. Apparently, I I, I read it. I didn't recognize him. Huh, interesting. But yeah, when she goes out the window, that was... I think that's the real turning point of the movie there. Cause <laughs> you don't think they're going to kill? Yeah, so Emily, Emily said she's like... She remembers it being this Christmas movie <clears throat> that she saw when she was a kid and she didn't remember it having a body count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think going into this, because they, they make you think, oh, they're kind of cute. Oh, they're mischievous. But then they kill her and you're like... <laughs> Wow, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it was And Lionel. I was thrilled as a kid because I recognized the actor. It was Lionel. Uh, Mrs. Deedle's Polly Holiday from Alice. Flo from Alice. Bedford Falls. Bedford Falls, yes. Okay. That is the name of the town in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, okay. So Lionel Barrymore plays Mr. Potter. Henry Travers plays Clarence. That's the angel. Who else would I be looking for that would be in that portrait? Was it Pa Bailey? No. I want to find out. Let's not spend too much time on that. Um, But there is a character named Uncle Billy. So, you know, it's a Christmas movie with a Billy in it. There you go. That's probably the first one. (laughs) It's got to be. It's 1946. So, anywho. uh, There was Billy the Kid Saves Christmas. (laughs) From Dracula. From Dracula. (laughs) Dracula and Billy the Kid team up to save Christmas. I would watch the hell out of that. It's a it's a uh, Russ Baskin claymation thing. <laughs> That's too. great. I like the running gag they had in uh, Family Guy where it was Kiss Saves Christmas. Yes, they keep cutting back to it. <laughs> There's a pterodactyl at one point. I remember. Yeah. No. It's like they've been away from the movie for long enough to where he cuts back to it. <laughs> Yeah. They're fighting a pterodactyl. Uh, so this movie, I should mention this, for for everything we talk about here with the different, probably expensive stunts and gags and all this stuff, um, in its day, it was a lot of money to make a movie for $11 million. This movie made $212.9 million at the box office. Mm. Wow. It was a runaway hit. So that so that's why you had little creatures attacking people in small towns for the rest of the 80s right. into the 90s. Right. It's like uh critters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although evidently critters was was uh already in the works before Gremlins. Really? I don't believe it, but Yeah. I mean, I I know that was true with the one that Julian mentioned before um uh last broadcast. Yeah. That was being made the same time as Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Yeah, that was true. I mean, the, weird things like that have happened. Um, Stir of Echoes and uh, Sixth Sense. Uh-huh. These things have happened before. It's because scripts get shopped around and then people... People steal them. <laughs> people steal the idea because you you've already know it. And then you hear, you know, Warner Brothers is making Gremlins. Oh, we heard of that. Let's make... Critters. Critters. Goonies. Or, or munchies. Or ghoulies for that <laughs> Ghoulies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched an interview where... Um, Hobgoblins. Uh, Charles Band interviews um, Joe Bob Briggs. 
that was really interesting because you could tell Joe Bob Briggs isn't dismissing him as a filmmaker, but kind of knows who he's talking to. And Charles Band kind of knows who he is. Yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, I know I make shit, but you know. He's great. Yeah, he's never going to make a truly great movie. But he's, but, but he's going to make some movies that are hilariously bad <laughs> or profoundly bad. Anyway. I mean, what was his company? Arrow? No, Charles Band? Yeah. Um, he, Full Moon. Full Moon, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they put out some great movies. Yeah, I've in liked the, a bunch of them. In, but... the, in the 90s, I remember. Yeah, in in spite of how bad some of them were, I really. Oh liked yeah, them. you can tell they're you know they're like in a burnt out building for the entire movie. You're like, this costs about twenty five dollars to make, but yeah, they already own the cameras. It's entertaining. Yeah, you know, Doll Man. <laughs> Did you ever watch Doll Man? Not the not the original, but the no. Charles Band Full Moon one. No, he's like some sort of badass on his home planet, but he comes to earth and he's only like a foot tall, <laughs> but he's still a badass. I mean, and then, yeah, it takes place in a junkyard or something. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird premise. I like it. Yeah. So at the end of this movie, let's talk about the ending of it. Um, uh, the news of course is reporting like all these weird tragedies like, Oh no, how did this happen? Nobody seems to be hip to the fact that it was the gremlins that did it. And they've all been burnt to a crisp. So no one has any real evidence of them anymore. Uh, Gizmo still exists. And, uh, at the end of it, um, uh, Mr. Wing shows up to retrieve the Mogwai. Mm -hmm. And of course kind of scolds, Western society and specifically the Peltzers all at once. Yeah. Takes it and walks away in, into a, uh, uh, matte painting. It looks like. Oh yes. <laughs> was this whole thing, I meant to ask you guys, was this whole thing filmed on the same, uh, uh, back lot set as like back to the future? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cause it looked like the town totally looked like the town. Mm -hmm. Uh, what was I watching? Oh, uh, I was watching Adam 12 and they went to Germantown, uh -huh. which is the set where they filmed Frankenstein and mm. yeah. and the Wolfman and whatnot. It's just, you know, you recognize it like, oh, there's yeah, that building. There's that arch. And... Uh-huh. That's so funny. Yeah. There's a, a lot of times they film uh, on the, you know, like an actual place, you know, in Los Angeles. But sometimes they go to a town that we, we've dubbed fake town. Yeah. Uh, and you see it in other movies and other shows. <laughs> like, oh, that was a bar, and now it's a, whatever, right. a laundromat. Just like real life. Yeah. Or, you know, there was a place when I lived in Seattle called Sit and Spin, which was live music slash bar and laundromat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go wash your clothes and get drunk and see some entertainment. It's where my friends went when they had like a 12-hour layover. In Seattle, going to Alaska, so they went there and hung out all day. <laughs> That's funny. Played board games because they had a bunch of board games. Yeah. So there's yeah. nothing wrong with combining stuff like that. Yeah, there's a strip club laundromat in Las Vegas, or there used to be. Well, they should have called that one "Sit and Spin." <laughs> called it two load minimum. 
<laughs> you had to bring at least two loads of laundry. Right. Um, was that a satisfying ending to the movie? Hell yeah. Yeah. When Spike melts. Yeah. Stripe melts, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they let... Um, he was going to dive into the fountain and just make a, another batch. Yeah. And Billy just kills him like a vampire. Uh, um, Gizmo. Gizmo pulls Gizmo, the shades. Okay, Gizmo kills him like a vampire. Okay. Yeah, dressed up like Rambo. He knows right from wrong. Gizmo? Yeah. 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 Well, they picked on him, so... Yeah. He didn't like Stripe anyway, so... Yeah, Stripe was a bully. Maybe he was just killing him to get rid of him, not to save the town. Yeah, that seems reasonable. It's just revenge. Yeah. So, yeah, the... the um, the original uh, Mogwai is retrieved by Mr. Wing. He kind of lets him hear all about it and goes off into the night. Sequel. Yeah. So, he, what does he say uh, at the end? He, he says something he about... Says you might be ready for it someday. Do you think that was planted there for the sequel? No, I don't think they were considering the sequel. No. The sequel was like several years after the... Right. And they did not want to make a sequel. At least Joe Dante did not want to make a sequel. I don't know if anybody really did. No. The people with the money wanted but the, the sequel. Yes, the people with the money were like, uh, we need a sequel. They're like, we got all these millions we made off the first one. We mm. want to parlay that and you know make more millions. Yeah. I kind of wonder. Now, like I said, this one, budget of $11 million made $212.9 million. Let's just see if I could, if I were to skip ahead here and look at the sequel was a, a bomb, wasn't it? I would yeah, assume it was a bomb. Nobody liked it, okay. but it's pretty good now. If you yeah, watch I'll it. have to check it out. I've not seen that one for ages. It's, Gremlins uh, to the new batch. Christopher yeah. Lee in it, isn't it? Yeah, they just they make fun of themselves and mm-hmm. everything else, so you can see why people don't like it because. He wanted to see more of the same, and they gave you. They went and told you, "No, that that was stupid, <laughs> and you're stupid for liking it." And this movie is doubly stupid. <laughs> this um, was a huge flop. The budget was thirty to fifty million, and I don't know why that's such a big range. Uh, Advertising added in yeah, could be lots of things. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, this was uh, th- this was showing here on this page to be forty one point five million was the box office, so they lost money making this, or made very little. We're not clear. So, um, Billy's back, Kate is back. Uh, who else comes back? Is that it? Dick Miller comes back. Good. Dick Miller and his wife come back. Yeah. Gizmo comes back. Of course. Um, hey, Leonard Malton's in it. That's funny. Leonard Malton is in it. He gets attacked by gremlins. Yeah, he, while he talking criticized about... the original, didn't he? Yeah, well, they, yeah, he criticizes it, and then they attack him. <laughs> There's things like that. Uh, Dick Miller gets attacked by a winged gremlin in the in the streets, and New Yorkers just walk by like nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's great bits in it, but when I first saw it, oh, I was disappointed. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, this is awful. Yeah, I think I only saw it once. Yeah, I, 
I didn't watch it again for years and years, and then I watched it again and was like, oh, this is actually yeah pretty I, funny. I have to check it out because it's on HBO now. Oh yeah, definitely check it out because it's clear they did not want to make this. <laughs> they just did everything they could to. There's a Donald Trump character in it who's obviously supposed to be Donald Trump. Who? Well, they shoehorn Hulk Hogan into it. <sighs> yeah, because they're in a. He has a TV studio in his building. Okay. And they broadcast a bunch of TV shows. So the gremlins go through. They're, they're on a cooking show. Okay. They're uh, Hulk Hogan, Leonard Malton. Okay. I don't remember if there's any others. I'm sure there are, but. Is it as dark? Does it... No. Uh, I mean, there's some dark parts. I don't think it's as gory. I don't remember it being very gory. But they're in basically the premises. The gremlins are in this high-tech modern uh, building. I think it's offices and TV studios and whatnot. So since it's all technological, they have a lot to screw up because that's what they like to do. All right. Um, so I think Kate is working as a lobby host or something. She, I remember she has a hat with the building on it. Oh, that's funny. And then Billy's got some job there, too. I want something more for her character. Yeah. She tells a story about someone else dying on a holiday, some other family member. She's like, And they, like, cut her off. You know why I hate Flag Day so much? Yeah, yeah that's exactly what she says. I think it is Flag Day. <laughs> oh, is Day. it? Seriously? It's something like that. It's like, oh. They bring up, oh, Arbor Day. And she's like, oh, my uncle killed himself on Arbor Day. And they just cut her off, and they keep going. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we've heard your story. Yeah. <laughs> Your stories suck. Uh, so let's do the recommends. Um, we all like the satisfying ending, and uh, apparently none of us liked the sequel. I don't remember even seeing it, but it's good. Yeah, I recommend the sequel. <laughs> what about the original? Mm, hit or miss. You know, you can pass if you haven't seen it by now. Yeah. It hasn't affected you, obviously, so just keep going on not seeing it. <laughs> Jolien, how about you? Otherwise, yep. it's a recommend. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Same here. I mean, I own the cardigan. Of course I like the movie. Uh, I'm not a super fan of it. Uh, you know, there's plenty of dumb stuff about it, but it's just so fun. Yeah. And, and you get lots of horror stuff. But it's also Christmassy, so you could argue this as like, "Hey, let's watch Christmas movies." No, I don't want to watch Elf. I want to watch Gremlins, and then you could like get your group of family steered away from you know watching Elf again. So, um, there we are. Anything else before we call it a show? No, I don't think so. What are we watching next time? Anybody knows whose time is it? My pick, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're into Christmas. On Shudder. Yes. They have one. Apparently it's a uh, kids on bikes variant, but with Inuit kids. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's called Slashback. Okay. It's on Shudder. Oh. And also on Amazon, I think. Maybe. Definitely on Shudder, though. Okay. Well, cool. Slashback. Okay. For next time, Slashback. And uh, if that's it, we'll call it a show. Listeners, thank you for listening. Don't feed them after midnight.